Welcome to the Shutdown Full Cast. We have to talk about the bowl with Baylor in it. The way we're going to do this, it's a Cactus Bowl. It's in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, Phoenix, fun place to go to a bowl game, by the way. Uh, it, it'll be really fun for Baylor because uh, they can just hang out with their coach because who knows what he's doing. The coach is Jim Grobe. That's how we're going to get through talking about Baylor because uh, it's really funny to me that Jim Grobe coached this entire season. And I'm not sure what he did the whole time. Macrame. The academic definition of coach. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm going to wear a hat <laughs> and you're going to pay me like a million. I'll view this more as, you know, uh, I'm your academic advisor and this is, hey man, this is, this is your final paper. I ain't got to write it. Okay. Let's review some things. Uh huh. Did he know who the players on the team were or who they were the previous year, including a six foot eight guy who was prominently uh, prominent because he was uh, accused of sexual assault, Sean Oakman. Also, he has a green mohawk. Okay, but we don't talk about all the players Jim Grobe might have known, right? Yo, I'm sorry, a guy who was indicted this year for sexual assault and had a green and sometimes red mohawk. Maybe, uh, it, maybe Jim Grobe is just trying to keep himself clear of the news so that he can serve on a jury. Uh, the answer was no. Jim Grobe did not know who this person was, even though they were mentioned in the news a lot, and he was allowed in the locker don't, room. Don't forget, later said that his comments, not knowing about not knowing who Sean Oakman was, were taken out of context. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Now, what he said was, "I don't know who Sean Oakman is." <laughs> I meant, I meant, you know, emotionally. Yeah, I mean, who really, who really knows who any of us are? No man Jim is Gro- an island, but we all are. I tricked Jim Grove. You can't use that. <laughs> so, in addition to that, okay, wh- what does Baylor do this season? Do they? Uh, does Jim Grove shake up the staff and sort of provide some necessary shape and you know, like just develop things and change how they do? Nope, nope, <laughs> didn't change a damn thing. Didn't change a thing. And uh, they end up uh, they end up going what six and six on the year. Yep. Yeah, they, they six, went six and six, six and zero oh, and zero oh and six. Reverse Miami, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, they went. They did. They had. It was a tale of, of two seasons for Baylor. Uh, one was the one where they played no one. It's a tale and, of two halves of a schedule is what it was. Uh, yeah, and they end up going six and six. Uh, their worst season in quite a while, including a couple of uh, really dismal ones. Like uh, I don't know, you lose to Texas Tech. Who loses to Texas Tech? Who I lost was the butt ball. TCU sixty-two to twenty-two to a not great TCU team. Yeah, because losing to TCU. Is, mm. Can I share my best, the best Jim Grobe thing from this season? So, so Baylor started out the year strong. Granted, they were not playing anybody particularly impressive. But according to Jim Grobe, a month into the season, when when Baylor's still undefeated, he went to the athletic director, Mac Rhodes, and told him specifically he did not want to be a candidate for to be the full time coach going forward. <laughs> like like you you have to respect the 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 lo- such low levels of give a fuck. It's really amazing. Oh, and here's, oh, even better. 
even better. I'm just done. Uh, how many recruits prior to the hire of Matt Rule? How many recruits did they have in their class? I mean, uh, they were down to one. Yeah. <laughs> Can you name the one or up from none? So yes, they. Uh, we were looking at this yesterday. Um, in the twenty four seven composite recruiting rankings, they rank behind right. multiple Ivy League schools, multiple other FCS schools, so on and so forth. They rank behind a Division two school. They rank behind West Georgia. Does not have even have a logo on the twenty four seven list. Have fun, Matt Rule. <laughs> oh, oh, and even better when he found out about Wakey Leaks. When he found out about Wiggy Leaks, this was his response. For 13 years, we had no indoor facility, no privacy. Anyone could come to watch us. We had no secrets for 13 years, and now all of a sudden, that's a big deal? We've never had the ability to keep people out of our practices. Uh, and now all of a sudden, it's a big issue? I don't get it. Um, I, I, don't think, I, I don't think Jim Grobe knows what happened. I don't think that doesn't. No, this he, this this fits with Jim Grobe's nothing yeah, matters that's, like that's, nihilistic approach. I I guarantee you, Jim Grobe files his taxes by filling them out and just leaving them on the table at a Starbucks. They'll make their way to the government one way or another. Don't worry about it. This is like the Atlanta postman who just threw the letters in the woods. He just, wrote, <laughs> he just wrote. He just wrote. He just wrote like Bear Town Woods. I declare USA. bankruptcy. <laughs> Oh, oh, let me give you, let me give you too, by the way, how much money, how much money Jim Grove made for this? <laughs> Not even a full year's worth of extremely mm, variable work. How much? One point, he made $1.25 million. Did he get a bowl bonus? <laughs> we have to look it up. <laughs> we have to see if we got one. Because he made $1.25 million to do this. That's more than some people will make in their lives. Okay, but... Is it, I think I fell asleep for like a minute. So no, that's, that's what Jim Grove wants. No, no, I find him suddenly to be a much more sympathetic figure. <laughs> <laughs> You're falling under Jim Grove's spell. That's just what he wants. I was sleepy when this podcast started and now I'm lying down. <laughs> that, that's great. That's the Jim Grobe effect. That's what Baylor did. Baylor started 6-0. and That's the latest trend. Put it on Twitter with a hashtag, and it's called Grobing. Listen, yeah. if, if, <laughs> if, if you think Baylor needs, like, wholesale surgery to fix the program, you need an anesthesiologist first, so this makes sense. Where else to find wholesale surgery than in Phoenix? I, hey, listen, if I had to roll the dice on some back alley surgery... And like, you're where, about to. Yeah, that's... That's where I would go. We haven't even discussed Boise State. Sorry, Boise but, State. <laughs> hey, Boise State yeah, is pretty yeah. good and deserves much better than this. Yeah. That's sort of the tale of Boise State football, isn't it? Yeah, that kind of goes with them pretty much every year. Yeah, man. Ten and two, they were, they were 10 and 2. Uh, they were outstanding to watch. They they only yeah. lost to two pretty good teams. They, they lost to Air Force and they lost to Wyoming. Who, Wyoming, yeah, as we record, currently being pantsed. In the uh, the warm up to the Holiday Bowl, the Poinsettia Bowl, but yeah, this is a t this is a ten and two Boise team. It's pretty standard, pretty good, very fun to watch. And you, like they they were never really a boring watch at any point in the season. 
We'll see what Jim Grobe can do about that. 